What is up, everybody? You are going to be listening to episode four of What We Know. I'm your host, Phil. And in this episode, I'm bringing on another pledge sister and sorority sister. Her name is Alexa Martino, but I'm just going to call her Lex throughout the entire time. So in this episode, she wanted to be on today. She got home from work early, so I figured, hey, let's do one. So in this episode, we talk about where we see ourselves in 10 years and where we, you know, just see ourselves financially, career-wise, everything like that, and how we plan to accomplish these goals in the next 10 years. That's probably what this episode is going to majority, like, you know, most likely just be about if we get off topic or if we get sidetracked. I'm sure we'll just find some interesting things to discuss, but that's going to be what the topic of this episode is, so I hope you enjoy episode four of What We Know. Hi, Phil. So, I just got to ask, how you been? I'm all right. <laughs> you're the you're the second pledge sister and sorority sister I found on. I had Sam on first. Now I got you on. So I got to get uh, basically the rest of the DDO and then the rest of the pies, I guess, in on this. Yeah, you're always going to get all the pies. Uh, yeah, it seems that that is. So I already talked about in the intro what I want to discuss. And it's a little bit basically about life and where you see yourself in 10 years. So for me personally, I think my goals are just as clear as the next about working in the news industry, working in a journal as a journalist, you know, being a sports broadcaster, just any kind of journalist in general. If you had to answer that right now where you see yourself in 10 years, what would you say? Damn, 10 years is a long time. And you kind of already, you're how old, Lex? I'm 21. So yeah, you'd be in your th- early 30s in 10 years. I would be 31 in 10 years. Yeah. So I would hope to be done with school mm-hmm, of course I want to be at least in my career which is um, music tech and audio engineer mm-hmm. um like have my own house and hopefully like a ring on my finger that would be very nice couple maybe a couple kids running around but who knows oh absolutely not I don't absolutely want absolutely not wow usually no some people kids. are like yeah let's do it but no you're like mm-hmm. nope no, I don't want kids. It's I just I've watched so many kids grow up in my life between my nieces and nephews and my goddaughters. It's just I see the mom life and it's just not for me. It's really? not it. Well, you know, no. I can always change in a span of 10 years, though. You never know. Every, everybody tells me that, but I don't know. I, I don't see it. Like when I look at my future, like in my mind, that's not what I see. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I mean, for me personally, when I look at myself in 10 years from now, seeing myself in hopefully the industry I want to be in and, you know, being financially stable, have a house, I really don't want to live on this fucking island 10 years from now. I'll be honest. I like to be. Yeah, same here. I like to be somewhere in New Jersey. I mean, I see where my cousins live in Jersey and they own, they are part of really nice developments and, and neighborhoods and stuff. And it's like, I would definitely raise a family there. I mean, who wouldn't? You see these places in Jersey, and even though, yeah, some of them can be expensive, you're also just like, it's not Staten Island. That's the best part about it. And even though we're we're here, this is where we're from, it's still like, you always, nobody really wants to live on Staten Island forever. Nobody really yeah. wants to do that. So I have a question because I'm I'm curious. So what exactly is the description you would say of your job career what exactly would they do i tell me again what it is and then explain what it is okay so there's there's a lot of different names for it uh i just go with audio engineer because it's easier to understand Mm -hmm. when i'm explaining it to people but essentially 
what I want to do is be in a studio with an artist and just help produce their music. So I would be the one mixing and recording and producing all of their music for them. That's really fucking cool, honestly. Yeah. What made you have this like desire to want to go into that field? So I've always wanted to do music. That's always something I've gravitated towards. And then once I hit high school, my high school chorus teacher kind of just opened up the spectrum of you could be more than just a singer. Mm-hmm. So I never thought I was that good of a singer to where I could make it as like be the next Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. So she gave us so many opportunities with school trips, us performing different places. I got to meet someone from, I want to say, Sony Records. Oh, wow. He's their A&R exec. Um, he just scouts different artists. Mm-hmm. But he explained, like, all the different kind of careers you could have. It's not just one thing. Like, there could be lawyers specifically for music. Oh, wow. Like, it's insane, the spectrum of music careers there is. Yeah, wow. I, I actually never knew it went, like, that further. Obviously, you hear about in... I, I don't want to say, like, just just stuff you see in movies and TV shows. Like, hey, here's the singer. This is who I represent. And then that's really all they show. They show, like, maybe a client or a lawyer. But they don't really show more of that stuff, I feel, in TVs and movies. They only kind of focus on the protagonist of the story or a TV show being, like, the singer. No, Not really talk about what goes on behind the scenes, really, I guess, of it. So it's really cool that you could be someone who could propel a person to having a an amazing career like the singers of our generation today and you know the up-and-coming stars of today's society you know I think that's really cool honestly to have that desire yeah it's very exciting like I've seen a couple of my family members do it my cousin Zach he produces all his own music so it's like I'll work with him and I'll watch him just create a song from one little like sound bit into a whole a whole album (laughs) he just released like a whole album and I watched him make every single song so yeah that's really cool I mean you know I think about where I would see myself in 10 years about you know I also did wanted to discuss like how you see yourself accomplishing those goals to get to the 10 years from now and for me the way I see it is you know, I'm finishing up my, the, you know, third semester now of college. And well, I'm done now. I did finish it after today. You know, thank God for that. Congratulations. Yeah, really (laughs) passed that last final. So I'm okay. I'm just chilling now. But, (laughs) but, you know, just, uh, just thinking to myself, I've been thinking about it, especially, you know, being all remote, everything like that. You know, I, I think every single day to myself, you know, there was a point in time where I was like, you know, how exactly is my is the rest of my academic career going to go after this semester? Because I'm taking all these prerequisite classes, all the general classes, all the all the BS classes that I don't need to have, mm-hmm. but I do have it. And I, I said to myself, you know what, let me go on the CSI website and just wanted to see what future courses I would have to be taking. And I saw this, I saw just like a whole page dedicated to all these 
communications classes I'd be taking about writing and journalism, how to write an article. And I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly yeah. why I chose this. And I'm reading <laughs> into everything that I would have to do, reading what the whole point of the classes is. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want to hear. I don't want to talk about, you know, I'm not taking a biology course because I want to learn about stuff like that. You know, I hate science. I hate math. So when I fit, when I, you know, passing all those courses now and not having to take any one of those ever again is just such like a huge sigh of relief, basically. You know, I just, I can't stand taking classes that I don't need because I don't want to be stuck in these courses forever and, you know, just have it on my mind that I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that. But you know what? I think that's kind of a, a, a thing I've realized I've taken for granted about being remote is that I'm taking hard prerequisite classes that I'm not good in online so I can help myself out a little bit more and you know pass it so I don't have to take it when we eventually go back to in person hopefully next fall but you know I just uh it's it's it is a blessing in disguise in a sense because no one wants to just I I wouldn't want to take these general classes in person because I would just be ripping my hair out honestly yeah, so for me, ever since high school, I've been taking music classes, every music class that I could have. Uh-huh. So since my freshman year at CSI, which I believe was fall 2018, uh-huh. I've been taking basically the same music class with a different name. Oh, really? Yeah. So by the time this semester rolled around and I had the same professor he's like you're gonna fly through this class the same way again because it's the same thing uh-huh. it's frustrating and i feel like people don't realize it for any like art majors because how exactly, well not to interrupt but how exactly would you say it's frustrating like how exactly would you put it or how would you describe this frustrating so if you don't go to uh like an art school or a music school there's not much you could do outside of like art education and music education. Uh-huh. There's not that many cl- classes catered towards you. You end up taking the same classes. Like my, um, she's not my plushness or my call Victoria. I uh-huh. believe she wants to be a music teacher. We had all the same classes. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to do that. And to get into the class I wanted to, which was the music tech class, I would have had to gone through like jazz history and the jazz ensemble and take chorus. Like that's ridiculous. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. So like when you like it's good that you looked at the future classes so you know like me, like you're not wasting time. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want to get out of here in four years. I don't wanna spend exactly. another year another year and a half I really don't want to do that I mean unless I go for my master's but I'm I'm trying to just go for the bachelor's degree for right now and if the time comes and I realize hey maybe I want to get my master's degree then maybe I'll change my mind then but until then I'm looking just for my bachelor's degree yeah take it one step at a time that's how Would I do you, it anyway yeah I mean for you like what is your plan for you know like what is your plan as of right now or what are you trying to articulate are you trying or are you in the middle of processing or formulating an articulate plan for yourself 
for right now, career wise and school wise, I school, school am, wise, what do you see? School wise, what do you see yourself doing as of right now? As of right now, my set plan is to leave CSI because they're not going to educate me the way I need or want to be. Uh-huh. My plan is to trade uh, transfer to a trade school in Manhattan, which is called SAE. Mm. Raving reviews. My cousin went there for a little bit and then he just moved to California and transferred schools. Oh, wow. He said it was amazing. There, I spoke to some lady i don't know what her title is and i think that program will be a lot better i will be done in two years instead of wasting like three more at csi yeah so i think that'll be the plan for now but plans could always change yeah absolutely i mean i've I've seen it before in my own family you know people have one career goal in mind or they have one plan in mind that they had for like years and then finally they get to that point in their life where they're like I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, you know, do, I, I just don't want to have this career path anymore. And it's totally understandable because, you know, I've even had conversations with some of my own friends who could be struggling with their major classes right now, or they're struggling with just the courses they need to get to that point. And they say to me, they're just like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if this is my passion. And I, And I just say to them, I'm like, if it's what you want to do, you'll know. It's it's something where you will finally have this deep talk within yourself where you'll say to yourself, I don't know if I want to do this career path. I don't know if I want to do this career path. And that's a big thing, especially for people like us who are, you know, you're 21 years old. I just turned 19. You know, we're in that stage of our young adult life right now where we're choosing where we go on our own paths. We're choosing that. Like, yeah, being in Greek life, we say to ourselves, yeah, we get to party, we get to have fun. But at the same time, we also think about our lives besides all of that. We think about what are we actually going to do once this is all up? And especially for me, ever since I would say like we went fully remote, I think that's been such a big thing for me is asking myself, what is truly going to be the path I go on to achieve the goal I want to achieve? You know, it's, it's a big thing to talk about within yourself and just to even talk about with your other friends or anybody like that. What do you say about that? I think with joining DDO, it really kind of hyper-focused me onto my future with my big being, well, going to be a teacher and she's in her, master she's working on her master degree right now kate who just graduated who wants to be something in the criminal field i forget the name but there a lot of those girls like have big goals they want to do big things like their life just isn't delta delta omega 24 7 because like you said it does end we do have to graduate we do have to move on and go on and live our lives Mm mm-hmm And that was a big thing I discussed even in the last podcast I did literally at 2.30 in the morning is I remember (laughs) I was literally saying, I was like, you know, some people that even I know that I went to high school with or even as far back as middle school, they never changed their attitudes. And for me, I used to look back and say to myself, I wish I was, you know, back then 
used to think of the popular cliche of the only way you make it in life is if you're popular. And then I realized, no, like being popular doesn't really get you that far in life. Being dedicated to your work, being dedicated to the career path that you want to be on, that's going to get you far in life. And, you know, you talk about your big, you talk about Kate. And for me, even in the, of the brothers of Kappa Sigma, I see some of the things we want to do. And it's not, you know, you know, just such easy things. Some people want to be a cop. Some people want to be in the nursing field. Some people want to be in the teaching field. You know, everybody has a big goal in mind. And even my big, I think, wants to be, I think he wants to be an accountant. But don't hold me to that because me and him haven't <laughs> talked about that stuff. Frank's going to call you later. <laughs> he's going to call, yeah, he's going to listen to this. He's going to call me later and say, you fucking disappoint me. <laughs> because he's gonna call me later and just say that um but you know it's 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 a very big deal you know people don't really see it as a big deal until they actually have a sit down and say oh my god what do I do with my life when I eventually graduate what do I do with my life and I I mean I personally to tell you the truth I'm thinking about it now I was already thinking this like the other day this whole week I think I was honestly thinking about it after I took my communications final, COM 150 final yesterday. I was like, I'm, I'm about to go. It's about to be 2021 after mm-hmm. this horrible year that has been 2020. It's about to be 2021. And I'm going to be in my fourth semester of college. I'm going to be a junior by the next fall. And by next fall, uh, excuse me, I'm going to be literally taking courses that will guide me to my bachelor's degree. Like, I just couldn't believe that that's, I had to just sit back and say, yeah, oh my God, like that's really happening already. Like by this time next year, I'll be 20 years old. And I'm just like, it just kind of like hits you all at once. You're thinking there is no possible way that I'm going to be a junior by this time next year there's just no way and it goes by so fast it really does and i think i've noticed that especially since joining kappa sig is life has just gone by really quickly like all these nights that we've had together all all the events we've had together you think to yourself like yeah this is a lot of fun and obviously with covid everything got taken away but you know not even not even that just thinking about how fast it's gone since then it's like it just it blows my mind it really does i mean if you had to give your opinion about when you realize when you actually have a sit down and realize oh my god life is really going at me fast like what are your initial thoughts regarding that um i think about it constantly to be honest i was just uh, i was actually on the phone with my sister the other day talking about what her kids wanted for christmas and we were talking about how my nephew is 16 years old years old he's going to be 17 soon like mm-hmm. he was born i think when i was maybe 6 or 7 i think i'm wrong on the math there but i was still like a kid myself and now i'm like 21 with a 16 year old nephew like mm. i have my own car now like i feel like i just got into high school like yesterday <laughs> like it's crazy how time fast has gone yeah well, did absolutely. i say that right that sounded <laughs> I think you said time fast. I think how fast. I think you meant to say how fast time goes. You said how time fast goes. 
It's I, okay. The, it's the a, people, the people know what I meant. <laughs> yes, the people. We all know what you meant. But I mean, yeah, I even think about the first day of high school for me, and literally, I remember being this <laughs> like prepubescent, like thirteen-year-old kid going into high school and <laughs> not knowing a single thing about anything. Yeah, I had a few friends going into high school, but I was just totally lost. I had no clue what was happening. I remember literally walking into the wrong homeroom on the first day of high school and just being like, uh, like I, I was just like so lost, you know, and you think to yourself, oh my God, like, this, you know, yeah, like that's such a, that it's such like a moot point now because it's like, yeah, I, I did my four years of high school and mm-hmm. yeah, I made memories along the way. I made friends along the way. I lost friendships along the way, but it's a part of life. And, and that's such a, it's such a big deal because even now when you're in your young adult life, you truly start to realize who is a mature person and who's immature. You know, obviously even now some of us can do some dumb things, but you know, it's all about how you go about the situation. It's all about how you react to it, how the other person reacts to it or other group of people react to it. Some people aren't going to react the way you want. And some people are going to get annoyed about it. Some people are going to say, that I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want to be this or I don't want to be that. Along the way, what we realize is as we get older, we truly start to see a true person's character development. Mm-hmm. And I think me and you both could relate to certain situations. I'm definitely sure, especially within the last few years or so, where we think we knew a person so well. And then we took a look at them and said, you know, you're you should not be in my life like you you either drag me down or you make me realize I can't have a friend like you I'm sure you can definitely relate to that oh absolutely yeah it's that's just the mindset that I have and the I I guess just the way I go about things I don't want to have you know, because I don't want to be 20 years old next year, look at certain people who I have been friends with since high school or been friends with since my first year at CSI and say, yeah, I, I, I hate you. Like, I don't want you in my life or I dislike you, everything like that. I, I just I don't want to have that. Yeah. I want to be surrounded with people <laughs> who I know I have their respect and they have my respect. That's just the the crowds I want to be surrounded with. Yeah, well, I I don't talk to anyone from high school really. Really, a couple people here and there, uh-huh. but no, I just I you you know you said it best. You you lose people along the way, and and that like I'll always have love for them a hundred percent, and I'll always be there if they ever need me. But uh-huh. I'm not gonna have people around me who are not gonna be there for me and uplift me and. Like, obviously, do your own thing, but I'll support you along the way. Like, I'll always support you and what you do, Phil, and Caitlin, Sam, Brandon, everyone. Yeah, and that's that's such a big thing, too, is who supports you along the way to do the things. And we know, too, just as much as the next. I mean, Kappa Sig and DDO are so close with one another, and everybody has their own personal close friendships with one another in that whole in the, in both orgs and I think I've noticed it since being a part of it you know obviously joined my freshman year very first semester and I realized right away that 
the people that we have relations with and and are close with, you know, those those are the kinds of friendships that I can tell some of them are going to stick around for, you know, years and years to come. I can already tell with some of these people, mm-hmm. you know, some people I look at and I'm like, these people are going to be friends the rest of their lives. These people want to be in the company of that other person. And there are just other people who either don't get along with one another or don't want to get along with one another. And you say to yourself, that person's probably not going to be in that person's life. You know, me personally, I could say that, you know, we talk about for the next 10 years and, you know, within the next 10 years, I hope I'm still in contact with all the pies and some of the girls in DDO and some of the other girls, you know, I want to still be in contact with those people because I don't want to just say, Oh yeah, they were just people that I knew in college. And then that was it. I I don't want that. I want these people to be there, you know, for life. That's a life thing. Basically can't just say, you know, Hey, I did four years, three years, two years, or even a year of college. And I met these group of people. And then after I graduated, that was it. I never spoke to them again. You know, no one wants that. Everybody wants these friendships for life. Yeah, 100%. Like, me and Caitlin, like, talk all the time. Like, we can't wait till we get, like, more steady jobs and we can move in together and have our own place. Like, I fully intend on being friends with these girls for as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Even my little, like, I just I just got my little, like, Layla. Like, I love her. I can't wait to, like, see how her future goes because she just started college she just joined her her freshman year first semester of college so she still has a long way to go Mm -hmm. yeah and I and I think about the people who even I'm friends with before college and whether it was during high school or before that you know there's only probably one person in my life right now who I've literally been best friends with since like the first day of sixth grade and that's one of my really good friends and me and him could go weeks or even a a month or two without talking. And then one day one of us could text one another and just say like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, and one of us could say not doing anything. And we just hang out, catch up. And it's like, you haven't even, it's like you only saw each other yesterday. Like that's the bonds that I have with certain people. And I'm sure you you definitely, the way you make it sound, have those bonds with certain people as well. And it's, it's important. It's, I think it's so important to keep those friendships because in 10 years from now, you want to look back on these people and say, you were there for me throughout my darkest times, my best times. And you want to just look that person in the eye and say, I personally appreciate the friendship that me and you had. That's so important. And then eventually along the 10 years from now, you know, if you're married, whether you have kids or not, you're saying to yourself, you know, you introduce either your future fiance, your future husband, your future wife, anything like that. You introduce them to these people and they know what's good for you. Well, not what's good for you, but they give you the advice that you probably need at that time. And for me, I've noticed that I'm not even trying to make it be like a conceited thing or anything, but I've noticed that with certain people that I know, they come to me if they need something to talk about or if they need advice for something. And I'll always be there for that person. And I kind of feel bad if I'm not there for that person. If I'm busy, 
if I'm doing something else at that moment, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of feel bad not being there for that person because, you know, me personally, I've been raised in a household where I've always been taught to respect one another. I've always been taught to, even if someone has done you wrong, to always, you know, not necessarily forgive and forget, but still forgive them. Even if, you know, whether you apologize, they apologize, always forgive them for what they did. Because, you know, we don't live forever. We only get one, you know, this is, uh, you know, I guess the term people, I hate to use the term because it makes me cringe, but literally YOLO. <laughs> yeah, it makes you laugh. But see, that's why, because I knew that was going to be the reaction. But, but seriously, you know, that's the life we live in right now. So why hold a grudge against certain people for the rest of your life? Why would anybody do that? Yeah, like I love to, I love to tell them, uh, I think, who did I tell this to? Either my mom or Caitlin. I said, I don't hate people. I hate maybe three people, mm-hmm. like at, from the bottom of my heart, like despise them. I just, there's people I just don't like or just don't care for. I, I won't be mean to them. I won't talk shit about them. Like I'll be there for them and I'll be friendly with them, but I just don't vibe with them. Like there's mm-hmm. no time to be wasted hating someone and just looking at them and be like, oh, fuck them. Fuck this bitch. Like, she she wronged me in high school. She looked at me funny. Like, there's no time for that. I, I genuinely will love people forever with all my heart. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. But, like, oh, I can I never you. spend... Thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I can never, like, spend time hating hating someone. That's too much time, too much energy, like, too much brain space being used. Like, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, I would hate to, I would, see, I just left because I just got a text notification that CUNYs are shut down tomorrow. Like, wow, that's so important. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was no going way. to class tomorrow. It hasn't totally been shut down this whole semester. No way. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I personally can't hate people. You know, I I could definitely say I've hated people in the past. I could say, I could definitely say that I've hated people in the past. Mm -hmm. But then I think about someone, you know, I've had a conversation with with Liz before. And Liz has said to me, Liz is like, if you could have a sit down with that person tomorrow, what would you say to them? If, if. You knew that you were going to, there wasn't going to be any fights with one another. If you were going to talk with someone, what would be, I'm going to ask you first, what would be the first thing that you would say to them if you knew you were having a sit down with a person who you could say you hate or you hated? I don't know, because like, I don't know, they just make me violently angry. So the only thing I can think of is like smacking them. But if I had, how, like, how about post smack? How about post smack? We okay. get the smack out of the okay. way first, and then we talk to them. Okay, so if we're still in, let's let's say we're locked in a room. I'm locked in the room with, with this other person, mm-hmm. and and I got I got my chance to beat them, and we had to sit there and talk. I don't know, just I, it's a lot of personal stuff they did, but I would just be like, why didn't you learn from like the first time things mm-hmm. went wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I literally get exactly because for me, I think um, I think if I had the chance to um, to like sit in a room with someone who either if they either, you know, dislike me 
or they or I've disliked them. I think the first and only the first thing to like break the ice, I guess, is just say, "So how you been?" Of course, that would be your way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that would definitely be my way. So, how you been? Been good? All right, cool. All right, let's get this out of the way. That would probably be my approach. But, but in in all seriousness, I would, I would obviously say to them, I'm serious. I would say, how you been? That would be my first thing. But I think the second thing I would say after that is probably just, I would probably say something along the lines of just, you know, why it's sort of like what you said why didn't you learn the first time or i would just ask them why do you feel the way you feel like about me or why did things happen the way they happened and if so because i could definitely tell that there are some people who it's like if i've tried to revamp a friendship or anything like that i've definitely can tell that certain people are holding possibly a grudge towards me Mm -hmm. but when you actually have a mature and normal conversation about it, I think, I honestly think you could, you could resolve, you know, not, I don't know if I want to even use the term resolve, but get closure. Yeah. Closure. You can get closure and just, it can finally stop eating you on the inside of why did this person do what they did to me? Nobody, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go through life like like I just said before. I don't want to go through the rest of my life hating a certain person or a person hating me. You know, I I don't want that. That's not my mindset. I don't like knowing someone dislikes me or if I knowing or if I dislike someone. But I will say this, the one thing that does get me the most annoyed, especially about if you're trying to I don't know if I, if I would say this is the time I would use the term resolve. If you're trying to resolve an issue with somebody and they're just flat out ignoring you or they just don't even flat, they just don't even want to talk to you. Yeah. That to me always will get me annoyed because it's like, you know, I'm really trying here too. You're not giving me uh you're, you're kind of showing me why it wasn't even a good idea. I did this in the first place. Well, you know, what's crazy talking about what? that. I had a very close friend or someone who I considered a close friend in high school. I think I want to say junior, senior year. She went to college. She would like text me here and there. And I think like around her second semester, I want to say, she just wouldn't answer anymore. Like I would FaceTime her. She wouldn't answer. I would text her. She wouldn't answer. I would snap her. She wouldn't answer. And so like, I was like, damn, I was like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what did I say? And it's funny that we're talking about this because I actually saw her the other day at my job and I didn't say oh. anything. Like, I just like, I guess I, you could say I took the hint and just like stopped bothering her. And she ha- I haven't heard from her since. And this is one, I want to say maybe two, three years ago. Wow. This happened. Yeah, I, I hate that so much because. Yeah. You know, I see. And it's crazy because we live in a world today and a society that can be so judgmental at sometimes. And sometimes it's for good reason. Sometimes it could be for other reasons that some people may not see, may not think is a good reason. But we do live in a in a society nowadays where it, anything could determine if someone is either going to stay in a relationship with somebody or if they're going to stay friends with somebody. You know, it, and it could go from a variety of certain things. It could be 
It can be if you aren't a good, uh, good student in school and you just don't care. And then that starts rubbing off on you that school is not important. So your grade mm-hmm. starts slipping. And, you know, that could be it. For some people, you know, for me, you know, I, I haven't looked at the at like, you know, being in Greek life as an excuse to blow off school. I'm yeah. still on I'm still on top of that stuff no matter what. I even still nowadays feel my heart racing, you know, out of my chest because of school. You know, yeah. so that that's never gone away. <laughs> that has never gone away. And just another thing too is even just the way a certain person presents themselves. You know, I know they always say don't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes people are doing that. Sometimes people are doing that, especially nowadays people are looking at other people and saying you know, I've done that where I've judged a person, you know, just because of the way they presented themselves, just because yeah. they don't really speak aloud. I had a friend in high school and it was actually a, a friend of, uh, of Liz and I's or Liz and I don't know the fucking grammar term, whatever, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Liz had a friend and he, he definitely got picked on. No, okay. he definitely got picked on. Um, he was a shy person, though. He never, he never intervened in anything. He always like just kind of kept to himself unless somebody was talking to him. Okay. But he wasn't. A, but he wasn't a weird person in any way, shape, or form. He was. He was actually very nice. Like me and him were friends. Okay. And I remember just like there was one point in time where it was like around the time me and Liz started dating where um, me, Liz, and him, we all hung out, the three of us. And I remember it was like, I was asking myself the majority of the time we were hanging out with him. I was like, why do people like pick on him? Why do people not talk to him? You know, not make an effort or an attempt to talk to him because he's so, he's such like, he's such a nice person. And even I remember this, there was a point in time at the beginning of the spring semester, there was the first Friday of the spring semester last year. And I remember I was waiting at a bus stop and he saw me. He was in the car with his mom was driving him and he saw me and he was driving home. He called me and he's like, hey, I see you at the bus stop. Do you need a ride home? And I was like, yeah, OK, I'll take a ride home. I was oh, like, that's so you know, sweet. Like just the little things I was saying to myself, I'm like. How did this kid get bullied? How did he get picked on? How how did anything of that happen? It just I don't like know. blew it blew my mind. It, it's... Even, I'm even like expressing it to you because I've never really expressed this to anybody else. Yeah. I don't even well, I've definitely talked about it with Liz. Yeah. But to anybody else, I've never expressed this to. I don't know. It's it's so it's so weird, like how people just do that. They'll just choose one person, and they could be like the sweetest person in the world to you, but to that person, they're like the dirt under their shoe. Yeah, it's like it's a Karen and a retail worker situation. <laughs> but that's but that's like the one thing about about today's society too that I hate so much is and and that, another thing too. He didn't have like any like social media accounts really he really didn't use, he really didn't use instagram i don't even think he used facebook or snapchat he didn't use any of that stuff so the only time if i if i had something to text him about i would just you know text him you know through his phone so 
you know, again, he was reserved. He never did. And he was very smart, too. He wasn't like a, like dumb or anything like that. He was very smart, too. So uh, I just don't get it about how nowadays that's uh, that's the way people are. They're so quick, especially our, our generation. We're so quick to judge one another. Yeah. Without without getting to know that person. And I hate that. I honestly do. I hate that. Me too. That's another thing. You know what? In 10 years from now, I hope that when people look back at the way our personalities are, because you have a very nice personality. You can talk to people. Oh, you have, thanks. you can open up to other, you can open up to other people. They can open up to you. In 10 years from now, I want people to look back prospectively at me and you simultaneously and say, yeah, Phil was such like a great person to talk to. He knew how to, he knew what to say. He knew how to make someone feel better. He either knew how to make someone laugh. He knew how to make someone feel better about themselves. And for you, it's like, yeah, Lex was always such a nice person to be around. Always a fun person to be around, whether you were in the car with her, whether you were at a party with her, anything like that. It's like, if you had nothing better to do, you felt the need to either call me or Lex, you know, that's, that's how I want us prospectively to be looked at in 10 years from now. That's what I want to do. And the only way, the only way that you're going to achieve a personal goal of that or a personal goal of either yourself or just anything like that is, is just be yourself, be the person you are now and just, you know, obviously you don't have to stay the same person. You can obviously mature more and mm-hmm. more as your life progresses, but still be the same person that you are now to your friends. Be the same caring, loving, fun person you are around other people. Because I, I could tell you a story from months ago where, and, and you know exactly who it is. Okay. You know, I, I was, I was with, I was sitting in Brandon's backyard. Okay. I'm like drop, I'm dropping the names and you know, cause whatever they'll, if they don't, if they listen to this or not, they'll, they'll <laughs> like a shout out in this. I was with Brandon, Vin, Brent and Ben. Okay. That's who I was with. And I remember, I don't even know how the conversation came up, how the subject came up, but I remember Shapiro looked at me, you know, Ben looked at me at one point. And he just said, you know what I like about you is you're just yourself. You don't change the person you are around other people. You're still the same you around other people. And I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. You're, you're, you're Phil. Yes, and that's exactly how I would like to be known. It's yeah. Been- I think that's why um, I think that's why me and Kate are so close to you because we're the same way. We talk about it so often, like how we see other people just change how they are with certain people mm-hmm. or just in a sense be two-faced. But I, I can't really do that. The only time I really think I genuinely do that is at work, but that's because it's work. Yeah, it's work. <laughs> that's just because it's work. Don't trust me. I feel the same way about some people I work with. But like I'm the same with Caitlin as I would be with you as I would be with my brother as I would be with my dad like I don't I don't change myself mm-hmm. there's no point in that and that's a lot of work yeah like I tried that like maybe in high school maybe when I was 18 and then I just I had to learn the hard way like that's that's not the way to be you just yeah. gotta you know and then I started like 
hearing people tell me like, oh, I think you're such a great person. You're, you're so fun to be around. Like I never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, being me is pretty cool or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you sounded like Ange. It's cool or whatever. That's my god dig. I love yes, her. <laughs> we, love, we love Ange. We're, That's just my... out, we're just shouting out all of DDO. We're shouting out Ange because she's literally my other half and mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, you know, and, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, you're talking about how you and Kate, you know, see how you guys like how you see other people, everything like that. And if they change who they are around others or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've even noticed this with myself, too, is, you know, at like any kind of party we have, like whether it be, you know, if, if we have a mixer together and we're at a party, whether it's outside or mm-hmm. well, we haven't done inside in, in months, but you know, whether it was outside or inside, I always remember I would just be my normal self at a party. If someone wanted to play beer pong, I would say, yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll play a game. If somebody just wanted to have a drink I would, or if someone needed a drink, I would be the first person to say, if someone looked at me, I would never, you know, change myself at a party. If someone came up to me and said, can you give me a beer? I would say, yeah, absolutely. You want a beer? I'll get you a beer. If someone said, you want to go and take a walk? I'll say, yeah, I'll go take a walk, whatever. But, you know, that's, I'm not going to change myself because I'm in a fraternity. You know, people look at fraternities and sororities and they think so clearly of like yeah. cliches and movies and stuff. Oh, for the sorority, they, all they do is party. All they do is drink. All they do is smoke. It's nothing like that. It's literally about creating bonds that will last a life. Exactly. That's if you would have like, if you would have asked me, that's when I joined college to join a sorority, I would have been like, absolutely not. They're a bunch of like airheads. I hate them. They're stupid. And then I met Angelique, mm-hmm. and then I met Gianna, and then she's like, oh, just just rush, like just come to one event, just one event. And then I went to the one event, and I met all the sisters. I was like, oh my god, I was like, they're actually kind of cool. I might do this. The first time I ever had a rush event, I always remember, again, same thing. It was um, Mm -hmm. Marie, our blood sister, Marie. I always remember she said to me, because we had been, you know, we've been best friends for a while now. And I remember she knew Siafi. And shout out to Siafi, of course, because he was the one who rushed me. He was like, I hear you're interested. And I was like, I mean, I'll check it out. I don't know what it is really. I just know it's like a party or whatnot. And he was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll send you our events and everything. And I remember he sent me it. I went to one party and I always remember the first person who I saw was Marcello saw me. And I've known Marcello since high school. I was like, I was like, Oh, thank God. I know someone else here. I don't know anybody else at this party, nor have I even went to keep in mind, in high school, I never really did that. I never like went to a house party where there was alcohol or anything like that involved. I never Me hosted either. one of those. So I was sort of all new to this. I was all new to this. So I'm all new to this whole thing. And I'm just sort of like doing my thing, kind of just standing around, not really knowing until I ran into Marcello. And I was like, oh, thank God. I know someone else here, whatever. And then yeah. him and him obviously went through the whole process together and, and now we're here, but I've come to appreciate it along the way. You know, I remember when everything first started, I didn't really take it seriously. And then as it went along, I was like, 
yeah, this is really cool. And started going out with my Pledge Brothers, you know, guys like Brandon, Ben, Vega, Marcello, Brent's, you know, Spencer, yep. all those the boys. guys. All the boys, literally. Started going the out boys. with all them. And you see, yeah, exactly. Start going out with all of them and and you realize yeah, I definitely want to do this stuff. Like this is really cool to, to be a part of. And, and I've noticed it too. And especially, you know, I, I love DDO. I love you girls. Honestly, you're literally like the nicest people ever. Like you really, you really are. I don't just say that to, to say that. Like I, I mean that being, especially when I, when we did have school in person and I would just go to the library and everything like that, and we would have our table, you know, it was cool to just know you had a group of people sitting at a, at a table in a library that you could go to and nobody would tell you to get the fuck away from the table. They would just, yeah. uh, it was cool uh, to have that. That was the best. Like from going from my freshman year of college to like having one friend who didn't even go to CSI and just spending all my free time on the third floor library, just watching Netflix, doing homework, to being able to just walk in the library and not worry about, oh, I hope there's a seat on the third floor today. You mm-hmm. just be like, nah, walk to the big table. Yep. Sit down, talk to whoever's there. Like, I love that. Oh, I miss it so much, and I'm going to miss it because I won't be going back to CSI. That is very, very sad. I, I mean, know. They'll still be around, but you just... You ain't gonna be at CSI. That's just the, that's just the the worst part about it. Oh man! You know who who got really upset about that? That I really didn't think would. Who? Julian. Really? Yeah, I told him. We're just name dropping everybody now. Everybody's gotta come <laughs> on this at one point in time. Everybody who's getting name dropped just has to come on this podcast now. I'm just decided that. That's the rule. If That's we name rule. dropped you in this podcast, best believe you're going to be on the next one. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, Julian was genuinely upset about it. And I was like, calm down. I'm not dying. I just yeah. won't be in the library. <laughs> it's just the library. I was like, I'll still be around. You can still text me. Yeah, it's like, I'm not, I'm not dying. Like you said, I'm not dying, dude. I know. A lot of people feel like I'm dying. And I was like, it's I mean, okay. I, I mean, when you first told me, I didn't react like you were dying. But I was just like, dude what the fuck i was just like what yeah that sucks i know but it's not the fit it's not the right fit no more yeah no you eventually but you know what that's a thing that i'm glad that you're personally doing you know i always will say this to anybody whenever they make a decision to either to just do whatever especially if it's you know could potentially be a um a life-changing one or just a school-changing decision i support them all the way Go for it. If that's what's going to make you happy and if that's what you know 100% you want to do, then you go for it. You do it. Go for it. I'm not going to discourage you or anything like that. You want to do this? You can absolutely go and do this. It's it's important to be happy in life. It really is. Because Again, yeah. do you really want to look back at yourself 10 years from now and say I'm not happy? It, like, you know, 10 years down the line, do you want to say I'm not happy with my life? absolutely not exactly (laughs) it's so it's important that's that's just the thing to say is is important and you know grateful to i'm i'm personally grateful to know that like we can give you i can give you a little appreciation now because you gave it to me you know that you know i'm i'm grateful to know that i have a friend like you in life who i could 
text at any time. If I wanted to call them at any point in time, I can, I can call you anything like that. If I have a problem, if there's something that I know I can talk to you about, I could definitely go to you. It's always nice to know you have a, a friend like that. It's just, yeah, it's, it's important. And I'm, and I'm glad that you're one of those people. Well, you're welcome. I try to tell all my friends that like any, like my big just called me, like I obviously couldn't answer cause we're on the yeah. call right now, but I texted her like, what's up? Do you need anything? Is everything okay? Like, even if we don't even talk, you can always just call me. I'll, I'll try to pick up or I'll text you like, Hey, what's going on? Do you need anything? Yeah. Like exactly. my niece, my niece called me like out of the blue when I was at work and I just sent my manager. I was like, Oh my God, my niece called me. I have to go outside and I have to answer. Yes. It's, 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 um, I just hope that within the next 10 years, because I think the whole point of this podcast that, you know, when I first started it, it was talking, it was originally going to be about how you see yourself, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years, everything like that. And mm-hmm. in a way we did that because we talked about our life right now and how it's so important of how you got to the point in your life where you are now and how you, you know, see yourself keeping that those character traits intact for yourself to be the person you want to be in these 10 years from now. That's, that's the whole, you know, I guess moral and and lesson of this is be the person you are right now. And if the person you, you look at when you look at yourself in the mirror, or if you just sit down and think to yourself, do I, do I like who I am right now? And if you look back and say, yeah, I absolutely love the person I am then in 10 years from now, you're going to be totally fine with your future, with everything like that. You're going to be extremely satisfied with the person that comes out, you know, 10 years from now on this day. That's, yeah. that's the most important thing. And it's also snowing out. So I really hope also it's not snowing in 10 years from now on this day. Yeah. I hope it's not a blizzard and I hope I'm not working and have to drive in it again. <laughs> How was that? Was that, uh, was that bad? It was terrifying, and I'm extremely excited to not work retail in ten years. <laughs> yes, another thing. But I'm also I'm also years. thankful for it. To be yes. honest, great. Yeah, of course. Thankful, thankful that we have jobs right now, especially during a whole pan whole ass pandemic. Yeah, grateful to still be making somewhat of a living for right somewhat, now. somewhat, <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> somewhat of a living but you know it's uh i i I would like to not be working at the job the part-time job i have now in 10 years yeah that that would make me go if i'm at the christmas tree shop in 10 years i I need you to drag me out of there i'm just gonna i'm just gonna come right in yeah you ever see you ever see that um that video of the guy who's just like right outside the cat store and he's like i'm gonna get you out of there yeah yeah i'm gonna do that to you i'm gonna do that to you okay good all right, I'm glad. So okay. I don't want this to, you know, I don't want to keep repeating ourselves or drag it along any other further. I mean, do you have anything else you would like to talk about? No, I think I'm good for now. All right. Well, Lex, it was definitely a pleasure to have you on. I'm very grateful that you decided to come on. I'm glad that I had another guest. You're welcome. I'm happy to be your guest. All right. And I'm going to say the same thing I said to Sam when we ended it is I hope the sisters of DDO, I hope every one of you girls is safe. I hope you're all well. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a happy holidays. So yeah, that's yeah, just that's- my uh, closing remarks to you. 
Well, closing remarks to you is um, same to you and the brothers of Kappa Sigma. I hope everyone's doing all right. And I hope the semester ends well for everyone listening. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate, that's fine, too. Absolutely. And that's about it. All right, Lex. Going to be talking to you soon, so thank you very much for being on.